Yeah, man, people. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get into it, man. I know we're gonna catch back up and get into it, but as always, this is another edition of the Southern Frame of Mind Podcast. AKA AKA Renew Renew Kings. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. So how how things been going with you over this over the holidays and breaking into this new year? Oh, it's, it's, it's been okay, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, the, the ebbs and flows of life and all that stuff, you know, um, I'm still waiting on my credentials, man. So I can get back out there to see, man, I'm just, uh, in limbo right now. So what's been going on with you? Oh man. Uh, recently I had went home, visit family. I haven't, you know, seen them since roughly around August of last year. So, you know, it was good mm-hmm. to catch up man. Uh, you know, see family and some other familiar faces. Um, when I went to my mm-hmm. brother's, uh, him and his girl's baby shower, so that was nice uh, to see that. You know, my younger brother, he's uh, expecting a uh, little boy in February, uh, presumably. And, uh, you know, it's like it's nice to kind of see, like, you know, the family continue to grow, you know, to the next generation and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, outside yeah, of that, uh, uh, Uncle Ivory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Uncle e- Eli. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a, it's a, it was a blessing, man. And just yeah. being able to continue to grow, you know, in, in my own walk and, and, and build myself and stuff like that, man. And appreciating the, the connections yeah. I have, uh, with certain, you know, friends and family members and, and, and just people, new, new people along the way of my journey. You know what I'm saying? I definitely appreciate those, um, that have been a, a blessing in that way. But outside of that, man, yeah. just paying attention to, you know, what's going on in social media, the news, and there's a lot of people that have recently been uh dying. A lot of celebrities have been dying, and not just young age, oh, yeah. you know, from 20 and up. You know what I mean? Uh, not even just yeah. a particular race, just all different facets of uh um people across the world and um have been just kind of like dying um in the beginning of this year. So, so have you been paying attention to that? Yeah, I noticed it's been like people have been saying like it's a lot of heart heart related conditions and a lot of I've been hearing a lot of buzzing about like could it be the vaccine the the, the uh, remnants of the vaccine I'm just like I don't know man people making up these conspiracy theories but some of them some conspiracy theories you know some have valid points and some is just like everything is not like a tinfoil hat you know what I'm saying but yeah you know I've been seeing like is 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 it the results of like the vaccine and correlation of people having heart problems i don't know i don't know or is it the food we eat it could be the foods that we eat because that's been a, a bit major major topic for a highlight the foods we eat and stuff yeah yeah i, I mean, diet I, I i've i've heard about you know people uh being being back paid that were told they couldn't work at a particular job because you know they didn't take the vaccine and stuff like that um mm-hmm. and i think i think a place like new york that was one of the, that was one area but outside of that you know i've been you know hearing things around california about, about potentially giving out reparations to um you know i guess foundational um uh black americans in this country and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i've been you know mm-hmm. paying attention to that type of thing as well but i i just think like you mentioned about you know your your health and, and wellness you know, your mind and keeping that strong. And the thing about when it comes to 
the vaccine in general, I feel like it's a lot of things that it, even if they, you know, were able to investigate it, a lot of stuff won't come out because, you know, they basically made it to where they, they forced so many people to get it. You know what I mean? They didn't, they wasn't, it, it wasn't a thing where you, you can have questions about the concerns and then, you know, you'll have people that, that just, you know, come at you like you, you some type of enemy just because you may have a question or concern and all that. And to see the thing about it is it's like, I can take something and you can take something. It may affect your body one way. It may affect my body one way. But if you're taking mm-hmm. something and it, and it changes, basically alters 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 your your DNA or certain you know things about you internally, then mm-hmm. you know that it has to be a source of that. You know, like you said, it could be from food, yeah. it could be from everything else. But we know how it is when it comes to you know things like that. Um, you know, it it's there's so many. You know, it's it's a rabbit hole, as they would say. So, you know, that's yeah. that's how that goes with that. But um, you know, outside of that, man, um, just really appreciating life you know what we built here with this platform we're actually going on this year will make uh three you know three years uh we've been doing the show yeah and and it just shows consistency you know so many people can start something and never finish or never or they don't just continue it you know uh they just do it maybe for the moment or they you know and then that's just it so i'm glad that we're able to still keep pushing on and uh, another thing, and then you, like I said, you can definitely add on to this. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with, with, with pacing yourself. You know, sometimes people want to get it. They want to start a new career or they want to, um, you know, move to a different state or they you know, mm-hmm. they want to get married. They want to do so many different things of, of the sort. And then they're afraid of like, okay, well, if, they, if it doesn't all happen by June, like say they start something in, in January. Okay, this has, if this don't happen by June, it's a failure. And it's like, you got to not be so hard on yourself, but stay consistent in what you're doing because you're not going to conquer everything in one day. You know, that's, that's how I look at it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's very true, you know? Um, and like you're saying, pacing yourself and things like that. I mean, I believe so far as, as it uh, pertains to the show, like just giving like the show time to breathe and like, so we can add on the subjects and build on the different things. And like we just give things time to fester and, and manifest, and you know we see what, and then we just do our commentation, uh, commentary of of what's going on in the world, basically. But I want to segue which which you said going down the rabbit hole, which is what the title of the show is about: the prison of the mind, going down the rabbit hole. You know, uh, us as humans, we tend to do that a lot. Like we overthink a lot of things and. We see information and we learn information, then we, we keep going down, down and down. But with, partic- with particular subjects such as the one we were talking about, the vaccine and, and all and all this stuff that's going to tie in together. It's like, you know, people take certain pieces and bits, tidbits of information and they run with it and they don't know how to get out of their head. They're stuck. It's good to have your third eye open. But. You know. You got sometimes you got to take a step back, like as you were saying, you got to take a step back and, and breathe a little bit. Yeah, because and and that's why, like when I'm watching stuff, like say on YouTube or I'm watching something on you know any other platform, I look at it for the entertainment value of it. You know, I try mm-hmm. not to engage into that that world or that mindset because if I do, then when I go out into the real world and and it doesn't work out maybe the way I thought or I've seen somebody else do, then that's only mm. going to be a problem for me. 
because no matter how strong you are, no matter how smart you are, it's always somebody that can outsmart you and always somebody stronger than you. So you got to be willing yeah. to understand that uh, whoever you give your mind to and your time to can have control over you. And the thing about it is taking the power back and, and you keeping the power and you figuring out how you want to divvy out your time and, and your mind and your love and your patience for and stuff like that. So I definitely get where you're coming from on there. Yeah, and I and I also agree with you saying that um that it's not a complete failure. Like some people get in their minds about like having to complete a goal or having to complete something in life. And we, we all go through it. Like me personally, I, I have like this aspiration of buying a house this year. Um, but I'm like, if it doesn't happen on time, I'm like, hey, at least I'm working toward the goal. And that's what other people gotta think and keep in mind is like if you're working toward a goal but you feel you fall short, at least you're close to that goal at least you're close to it and people get caught up and wrapped up in their mind about that you know they get wrapped up in you know but it's just all sorts of things you can you know like going down a rabbit hole of certain subjects or like getting wrapped up in your head about completing goals and like it could be various amounts of things that we you know keep ourselves bogged down with our own thoughts yeah, that's something I've I've noticed that I've been dealing with for a while is constantly thinking about like my failures or shortcomings and then trying to find ways to counter that by going above and beyond the other things that I do, which is perfectly fine. But when your motivation is coming from a like a dark point in your life and that dark, that dark, you know, space is still in your mind or whatever the case may be, or still that cloud is still glooming over you and you feel like even with everything you're accomplishing, everything you're doing, you can't run from it. It can start to kind of make people fall back to a place of nothing I'm doing seems to be working because you're, you're, you're constantly reminded about that failure or that situation that happened that you just can't um, get away from. And that's why anybody that has recom that recommends speaking to somebody or speaking to a specialist or anything of that nature, I feel like it's, it's, it would do people justice. I know in our community, we have a hard time um, maybe dealing with doctors or dealing with, because we're, so, we have, we, we're so used to hearing numbers and statistics that's always putting us in the back seat. So we don't want to feel like we're just adding on to that and, and, and being afraid of what we're told. But I just think that at the end of the day, it's better for you to be, have a clear mind, clear conscience. And if you did something in the past that was bad, you know, karma comes to everybody. It doesn't matter how high you are, how low you are. Karma is going to find you maybe in the next year, 20 years from now, or maybe even tomorrow. So if you did something in the past and, and you still here or, you know, you could have came close to taking somebody's life or you did something to a woman, a woman did something to a man, whoever, however, whatever happened, you know, if you haven't apologized for that or repented for that or anything like that, then it's a possibility where things could happen and you're like, okay, why is this why I'm going through this right now? Sometimes it's not just you going through a test. Sometimes it's just your karma leading back up to you and stuff. But even if that's the case, you know, you don't have to feel like it's always going to be that way because you still got to stay consistent in your faith and your walk. And that's why people feel caged. They feel like no matter what they do, they feel more comfortable being around like a low frequency because they feel like they can thrive the best there because of everything they've done and maybe they just deserve that, you know, don't self-sabotage yourself because you feel, um, you know, afraid of your past and, and that you can't, you know, get away from it. Mm -hmm. But this just like, 
just like the birth of this show, it came from a low, dark place. You, you, you can always have a silver lining about that, that deep, dark pit that you come from. You can, you can use that as motivation. You can use that as fuel, but just don't stay there. Like a lot of people, they stay in the anger phase and they stay in the stuck phase where it's like, fuck everybody, fuck this, fuck that. And then I, I had to learn how to overcome that also. It's like, okay, well, shit, well, these people, they're out of my life now and say, I'm doing better. I say, I say, because of them, I thank certain people because they may have doubted me or may have shunned me out of their lives or, or, or turned their backs on me or, or anything like that. But like, I appreciate that. I, I don't give them power to say I owe you anything, but it's like a thing of, I appreciate you motivating me to tell me to look at my flaws, to look inward and to look back at myself and take a mirror to myself and evaluate uh, the things that I have. I may have, you know, may have not lived up to. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's what it is. Just taking time to slow everything down. That's one thing I've been doing of recent, just slowing things down, not trying to get ahead of, of uh, myself by overthinking or trying to mm -hmm. overcompensate for things. Cause that's, that's where you mess up at. You know, you start tripping over your, over your own self because you try to do too much to uh, maybe placate for, you know, whatever the reason is. And just taking time to enjoy life, you know, going for a walk, doing things that people may take for granted. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm. And appreciating what you have. If you're able to see, if you're able to, you know, you 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 got all, all your limbs work. Th those mm -hmm. cliches that we hear all the time, I feel like as you get older, it really starts to resonate. Because sometimes we hear an yeah. older person say something like, you know, um, it, it, it may not always shine. You know, it may not always, it, it may rain here or there. But the sun gonna come out. You like, man, I ain't trying to hear that, man. It just started. It's just, it's just, it's just about to rain right now, man. You ain't yeah. looking at the weather channel. But then, as you go through something, you like, he, they just not talking about, you know, because sometimes people think, oh, they just mean literally, it's just like the weather and stuff like that. It mean bad, you know, like bad weather, bad times we living in, whatever. But then when you when you take it and make it your own in your own situation. And it's a representation of maybe what you're going through, maybe losing a job, maybe losing a loved one, whatever the case may be. And then mm -hmm. now somebody else is about to have a kid. Now you got that job he's looking for. So it does help out, I feel like, in that regard mm -hmm. and keep pushing you. And that's what it is. You got to keep building on those wins. That way, when the losses come, you're like, okay, yeah, that, that tried to put a little chink in my armor. Um, but it, like I said, it didn't really do nothing because I'm still moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, yeah, like a lot of, a lot, like a lot of elders, they use like a lot of idioms and or colloquialisms. Like, uh, you take three steps forward and move to move five steps back or three, three steps back to move 10 steps forward. Or, you know, you know how it goes. Like sometimes you got to lose the gain. And I didn't understand that analogy until I got older. Like sometimes, sometimes a loss is a gain addition by subtraction. You know, sometimes we think we lost them, but God looks out and he's like, hey, well, you think you lost something, but I say, I'm going to put something else better in your life. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's that's what it's about. Just, you know, being appreciative of, of what you have and then utilizing that. Some people, they're, they're giving certain gifts, talents and abilities. But they don't mm -hmm. utilize it, or or they utilize it in a look in a in a way in a in a lucrative way that can either be demeaning or really 
you know, living life on the edge, you know, because it's like, okay, well, I can, mm -hmm. I can kind of barter this and then get what I want, you know, out of, out of a situation or out of a person. And uh, you got to mm -hmm. be careful who you cross over because that same person may be the one who will still be there for you after the fact, or they may be the only person that you had in your corner that no longer wants to deal with you. I've, I have learned that the hard way. You know, I've, I've, I've broken mm -hmm. hearts. I've, you know, um, not been uh, the, the person that I, I, I feel like I'm getting more into being right now at this stage in my life because of, mm -hmm. you know, that me first mentality. When you had that me first mentality, you're going to make decisions that are only going to benefit you, but at the end of the day, it's probably going to isolate you from other people or get you in the positions now where people don't even want to deal with you because of your your, your bad mm -hmm. habits. And so you got to really just, like, one of, um, you know, uh, Grandma Betty, uh, that's, that was my brother's, uh, his his grandmother, but, uh, you know, it, you know, all the love was still the same um, when we go to her house and stuff like that. But she used to uh, have us listen to the Williams Brothers and one of their songs, or I guess you would say one of their hit songs was, um, you know, sweep around, sweep around your own front door before you try to sweep around mine. You know what I mean? Get yourself, get your house in order, get get all that where it needs to be at. So that way, when you are giving somebody uh, constructive criticism, they can look at you and say, okay, you've been vulnerable. You've been open about things and you're living a certain life um, in front, you know, at least in front of the camera that I can feel like I can take what you're saying at for face value. Um, because some people, it's totally different from what you see on the camera. And uh, I feel like that's what makes, you know, us stand out because we don't want to give you regurgitated information. We're not trying to um, cycle in things to uh, pander one side or the other, but we know we are, um, you know, two black men um, from the South that have traveled the world and we have a unique perspective. But at the end of the day, you know, we try to utilize it to, um, build and grow and connect rather than separate people. But at the end of the day, you got to call out what's the obvious. And sometimes people dismiss the obvious. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do yeah. you think, when do you think is an appropriate time or you think it's appropriate sometimes to, to burn bridges? When it, when it comes to burning bridges, I feel like you got to be able to, you should be able to fully explain why you're done with that person or you're done with that situation whether it's with business whatever the case may be because if if you quote unquote burn a bridge or you you tell somebody it's quits or you're, you're done and mm -hmm. your explanation isn't really fully thought out it's going to seem like you're really mm -hmm. being a coward or you um trying to just say face whatever case may be for something else so i just think it's good to fully figure out how you're going to address it if you're going to pull mm -hmm. back or whatever you're going to do so that way uh, if a person may get pissed off or they may feel like, you know, you were supposed to be in the, in this, in a certain situation with them for a longer period of time, um, they, they may be more understanding, but if they're not, and, they, and it's doing something to your sanity, then you got to do what's best for you, uh, in that situation. So that's kind of how I look at it. You know, you can go about it the balance route, or you can say, you know what, um, this hasn't been, you know, good for me. It's causing me to, uh, fall back or lapse into a mindset that I want. So let me just go ahead and break mm -hmm. this off. And if it's like that, you can no longer handle it and it gets overwhelming. You gotta do what's best for you. You know what I mean? Just understand uh how you know what that may come with. Yeah, I just think it's like a thing of if it's no longer beneficial, the relationship is no longer beneficial. Like people think it's like a thing that uh, like you're using someone, but I don't think that's the case. Because when, when you're in a relationship, both people they get they 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 give and take from each other. 
So, but when it's just, I believe you sever the relationship when it's one person doing most of the work and not reciprocating. So that's why I think it's good to sever ties sometimes. Or if the person is like uh, just um, emotionally or yeah, emotionally uh, hurtful or tearing you down in any type of way, I think it's beneficial to get rid of that. The person not benefiting you, like um, boosting your confidence or or anything like that. Someone's tearing you down. Just, just sever the relationship. If it's not benefiting yeah. you. Yeah, and, and I, I've had, I've done that before, and I've had people do that to me, um, where they feel like, yeah, this is not going to work, and um, they were just done. Now, some people, they're quick to be done with things because they don't have the patience, and they are user-friendly, mm -hmm. and they do look out for themselves. So when you see that situation um, starting to you know, show itself, you got to figure out mm -hmm. what, what moves going to... Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Hello? I hear you. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, you know, when, when people are going through certain situations and, and they're seeing that it's not uh, conducive enough for them, they may be quick to say, hey, you know what? No, nah, I'm good. Let me go ahead and get out of this now. But some people just don't have the patience. They don't They don't have the patience at all. The patience is very thin. So you make one mistake. Oh, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah this is not going to work out for me. See, this is why I don't give, you know, people chances. And this is why it's like, okay, well, I mean... Mm -hmm. So are you going to be like that way throughout life and everything, you know, because when you go for a job and they say, oh, no, nah, we're not going to promote you. You're going to be giving them that that same type of rhetoric like, well, this is why like, I don't like you know, working with this company. No, you're going to be meek. You're going to be humble because, you know, you need to continue working there unless you got your own thing going on. And so um, that's something I, I look at when it comes to so-called people, you know, like you said, may feel like um, they may be used, but. As some aspect of it, you're getting something out of it. You're not just going to be around a person just for nothing, and like unless you're bored. And if you're around a person because you're bored, that's kind of saying something about your life, like how you utilizing your time. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I think you got to protect your protect your energy and your psyche, and you got to protect things of that nature too to like not damage yourself sometimes to, to sever things. Yeah, and people can use you, like you were saying, people can. You know, use it for your benefit. And all it takes is just one time for them. Like you do one thing and it's like, but they really wasn't seeing it all the way through in the beginning. Like they really wasn't 10 toes down in the beginning, you know, because a person that really wants to work on a relationship, whether it be romantic business or whatever, if they really want a relationship to work, they're going to put in the work to do it and not just going to sever it after just one little incident. Yeah, I, I will say that I do notice sometimes people, they kind of back out of things when they feel like a person is either too clingy or um, not giving them space to breathe, where they basically want them to decide either your career or your dreams versus me. And you put a person in that position, I feel like you do have people who say, you know what, I could have been this person, I could have been that had this, you know, this going on, this business, I could have been doing this traveling, I could have been doing all this, but I decided to be with this person here. And that can also cause resentment. Like, well, I'm here now. You want you you said I was doing all this traveling, you said I was doing all this. So now I hear what you now now what's the problem? And if that's the case, then you you then you probably don't need to be that person if you're gonna have resentment to them and stuff like that. So uh there's a lot of different ways to to look at the scenario 
um, when it comes to, you know, things in that nature, feeling like when you need to pull away or um, give a person more and because you're still trying to, you know, you're going to try to figure this person out. And sometimes you have a person you think figured out and then they hit a 360 on you. So now you're like, wow, this is really who you are. Uh, or, you know, if maybe it's somebody else with more money or maybe it's, um, you know, they just don't really believe in you. Some people are in relationships with people. They may not believe in you, but they believe in maybe the, the physical parts of, of, of the experience they have in you. And they're like, well, I can trust this, but I don't know if I can trust this person to, you know, have better than where they at right now. So let me just coast right here. And then when a better situation comes and I'm going to figure out a way to create an argument or create some lasting um, issues or problems that's really about nothing. So that way I can kind of like um, tailor the excuse that I'm going to use when I, you know, step out, whatever the case may be. So, you know, people are already going, sometimes go into a situation already figuring out how they're going to mess it up when it's time to, you know, go ahead and cut the ties. And it's, it's pretty much people, they, they getting the benefits of the relationship and it's not even really, they're really hanging on to, to really be there to like genuinely, genuinely love you or genuinely be there. They just on for the ride, like on for the, for the, accoutrements of benefits uh they see the benefit they see you got like physical stuff or like i guess relationship wise and sometimes relationship wise if a person is like really clingy that's like red flags to me it's like okay well are you really into me because you've been abandoned are you into me because you you, you love the idea of me it's like it's, it's so many questions that's why yeah. I, I always ask for those red flags. Yeah, you got to pay attention to that. Some people go into it, they're looking for the bag, and some people, they go into a relationship or situation bringing baggage. So you just got to mm -hmm. make sure, you know what I'm saying, you really vet these people out because uh, you don't want to waste your time. But I will say this, though. I have seen, uh, you know, different friends and family members that are mm -hmm. in, you know, relationships that every day they do their best to see it succeed you know what i'm saying they put the effort in on both sides they whether mm -hmm. they're in two different places they make it work so i i seen success happen in relationships if both, both those people want it now you don't know what go on behind the scenes but one thing about it it's only for so long you can you can really fake the funk in front of the camera because eventually you know you're gonna start seeing a person you know maybe you know uh put up certain posts and it's like dang you know i hope they're good whatever you know you might reach out like, oh yeah i'm good i'm good and then uh, it comes down to it like, nah, man, you know, she put me through this or he put me through that. And that's why it's good to be, um, have, you know, being able to hear people out when they're going through and not be, uh, you know, quick to judge me. Because I, I, to be honest, it's been situations to where I might have given advice about something because of how I felt somebody did me. I'm like, yeah, you know, you need to just be done, be done, be done. But that could be the person they want to spend yeah. their life with. It's a bad little rut yeah. right now. So who am I? to just tell them that because I want them to, I feel like maybe I'm saving them from having to go through what I went through, but at the end of the day, maybe they can go through what I went through and still make it. Well, I gave up, you know, my patience wasn't there. They may have the patience and they may have the mindset to see it go through. So, um, you know, don't have somebody sitting next to you and, and you know, um, on the misery ride, you know, just be there for them, you know, hear them out, be honest, but, you know, just realize like they have a different situation than you. It's not the same two people in the situation like it was with you and whoever else that was, you know? Yeah. 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 Everybody's different. Especially when, and everybody brings out a different person 
like in relationships, like so far as uh, like I say, business or or relation or, or, or romantic wise, like everybody's a different person around, and I, that's why I truly believe like a lot of people, a lot of characteristics bring out certain characteristics in other people. And that's why you, you you may get it like an angry person at one time, or you may get this loving person at other times around other people. It, it just it varies. So we got some we got something on the line right here. You wanna pull that up? Yeah, let's go ahead and play that now. Let me see. Hey Elijah. Kevin, hope you're doing well. It is nice to say the word Elijah. Uh my son's name is Elijah, he's four years old, and I just dropped him off at his uh his grandma's house. And so I'm just used to to saying that name and like just filling up with smiles. Um so the the prison that's in the mind of uh, the story, the prison of the mind is for me words. Uh, the words that my dad has given me, the words that he picked up in his environment, the words that his parents gave him. Um, and some words have a, a stronger association than other words, uh, especially words that uh, that you label yourself as like you. Like, why are you being this? Why are you stupid? Why are you ignorant? Why all that? Those have a strong, strong impact on you. And you grow up thinking I associate with this word. Your brain just does the, the neural connection there. And so um, imagine just like being crippled by words that uh, just would have been best not in your head. Uh, that's what I find myself uh, having to deal with. That's a good perspective right there. So he believed that words do hurt. So I, I, I'm i just going like from my perspective, um, I, I believe like people like you have that old adage, uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words never hurt. It's, I mean, yeah, certain words can hurt, but like at the same time, too, it's like you can't fully put too much emphasis on, on what somebody's saying because they're on the outside looking in. Like they don't know. They don't they don't they don't know who you are really down to the core, even even if it's your family or your parents. I'd say, especially when you grow older, when you get a little older, they don't know the person you become or became. So they can't really, they couldn't really say back then who you were, who you were, or who you were going to become. Like anybody, if it was a family member or someone at work, or you know, they can't really say what make you out to what you were, what you were going to be. So yeah, we got another recording. All right, let me see. Man, the, and the hardest thing about it is finding new words to associate yourself with. I find that like after high school, that we're done. Oftentimes, uh, people who go to college, they tend to have more words. They increase their vocabulary, and so they know how to describe things, express themselves in ways that people who just you know graduated high school uh, can can do. I went from straight up high school to the working force, and so I started looking at myself as a laborer. I started picking up a lot of labor words. My wife, on the other hand, she went to college to become a screenwriter, and so her vocabulary is just off the wall, crazy, like just a lot of depth in it. And so oftentimes I find that I don't know what the fuck she's saying. I don't know what she's saying. And so then I've had to increase my vocabulary over the last four years that we've been married uh, to really understand what she's saying. But you know, words are not easily translated to each other. And, you know, the person who has uh, control over the definition of the words tend to be the king. And you have to figure out what spirit they come in. Words have meaning, you know, you can you can you can verse yourself so far as like 
reading and picking up books. Uh, you know, I know, I know, I need to increase my vocabulary by reading a little bit more. You know, and some people they 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 go to school or go to a, a higher learning, a higher institute of learning, and they still don't know really what they're talking about. They just go off memory, they just go off regurgitation, or they just go off books. They don't really, they just spew a lot of things that like they just, you know, learn from school. But I mean, I can, and if you, but you can comprehend, like if you, if you have some type of inkling of what she's getting at or what she's hinting at, like, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, I guess you can pretty much know what, I mean, cause I don't think people are really that, you know, dumb to where it's like, I'm not saying dumb, but you know, I mean, people, people aren't that ignorant to like, be like, okay, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you, you got some type of, if you know where she's going, like reading her body language or reading her, you know, inf voice inflections or whatever, you can pretty much see where she's coming from. That's just what I think. Could be wrong. I got, but... a, I got two quick points. Uh, one, speaking about, you know, the, the power of words or how words can affect people. So I was recently watching um on a Pivot podcast that had uh, Kwame Brown. And he, you know, he said he didn't feel like he was a bust, but he said that word caused him to lose out on a lot of deals, caused people to have a certain perception of him. So words mm -hmm. and titles can give people a certain perception of you that can carry on for many years. Uh, and it can, it can start affecting you when you having to deal with it either through social media or, you know, when you're out and about, you know, with your, out with your family, you got people run up to you saying these things like that. So um it just depends on like but also too it depends on the power that you 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 allow it to have you know you can just dismiss it and say okay well if i'm a bust then i'm about to uh buy me more land with the money uh that i got from being a bust you know what i mean so there's different ways you mm -hmm. can flip it and then um yeah. you know the, the other point i wanted to make uh with with the uh the guy that just has sent in the two messages if you are with somebody right they can be mm -hmm. educated and, and that's great but they should be able to have a conversation with you where it's not like they're being your professor and you're just, you know, and they're being, you know, you're just the, the student trying to, you know, figure everything they're saying. Because when they go out in society, they're talking to all different types of people. So sometimes you may have to uh, talk maybe on their level to where they can get it. Politicians do it all the time. You know, you got lawyers and judges who. You know, they they pretty, they probably know so many different words and terms and verbiage to use, but they have to break it down when they having people come in, their clients, whatever like that. They, they have a understand. Okay, this is what you're signing. This is what you're doing. This is this, this and that. So, um, and never say yourself short. You know, if if you feel like you're married to somebody or you're you're around a group of friends that you think might be way way smarter than you, um, they may be book smart, but outside of that, you know, do they have common sense? Can they? You know, is there is the other things that may be lacking in? So you you just don't ever sell yourself short because somebody can say a whole bunch of you know words and stuff like that. And um, you know, sometimes being down to earth is the best thing as well. You know. Yeah, I, I totally I totally agree, man. Like people get caught up in in, in education and all this. I say, okay, that's good. You you graduated, you got a master's or a bachelor's or a PhD or whatever. But it's like, okay, well. It's all different types of intelligence. It's all different types. I think it's like five different types of intelligence or some something like that. I don't know. I I, I, don't, I don't have it off with me off the top, but like it's different types of intelligence that people have. And just because you use big, some people might be using it in the wrong context. Hell, I I know I use words in the wrong context sometimes too, but that doesn't make you 
any less uneducated than the next man. Everybody can always learn. It's the difference between being stupid and ignorant. And, so, and you and you made me think of something as you were speaking. We got so it's so many people who are very intelligent, but do they really influence the world like that? Who really influences the world? Who influences entertainment? You know what I'm saying? There's people who they might have went to school, they probably didn't. And especially when it comes to music or 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 you know, other, maybe even fashion, anything like that, they're using people who they're using it because of their influence and how people gravitate to them. And it's not always about the words they're using because most times. They're speaking like just you and me and your everyday people because that's who they're connected with. That's where the money is. You know, it's not it's it's people who are very intelligent. They they got many degrees. Also, this is the caveat to that. You can have all these degrees and you still working at 7 Eleven. You know, you're you got a doctorate and you know this and a and a, and a bachelor's in this and all this and that, but then you still struggling to make it. So just like that person you may be looking down on because they don't have degrees. You still working at the same place they working at, and it's like, dang, small world, like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, you gotta yeah. want to be humble too, you know. So yeah. that's that's another part of it. Yeah, and seeing this, and it's gonna connect right back to the prison of the mind. You see, it's like, you know, people get caught up in in all this type of stuff about. Oh, I, I have to be this. I have to be this person. I have to be the most educated. I have to have these degrees. I have to do this and I have to do that. And it's like we get stuck inside a box because our brains won't let us, you know, think anything else. Some some people get caught in that. Like if they're if they have any if they have any like family or parents. Oh, education is important. Education is important. Education is the key to it can unlock a lot of doors, but it's not the only thing. And I hear a lot of people rag on the military. You know, I, I hear a lot of people, oh, wow, well, why, did you, why would you do this? Why would you do that? It's, it's, it's so many things you can use to educate yourself. You can go to the military to educate yourself. And not only that, you know, it's, if, if, if he said, and then the guy was like, okay, I got a regular job and I had to learn. Like, well, you have intelligence in your job, in your field. You have intelligence in, in what you're learning. It's not, it's not, it's, it's certain categories that, that people just, they're more advanced in. It's not that you you're any less, you know. Yeah, and and also, you know, with what you're saying, you know, you can have so many people who are very intelligent, but they don't have maybe certain street smarts or, or a certain hustle or a certain grind, mm -hmm. and they yeah. might and see this and this and this is the powerful part about it, right? Those people who might be, you know, maybe on the streets or they they hustlers or they they you know they they do things whatever that's illegal. Man, you put them on the track and you give them that that some knowledge and, and get the right people around them that's not trying to take advantage of them. They got yeah. the best of worlds. They can speak from a certain perspective and then they can also, you know, speak on the business side too. So you got to respect that. You got to respect, you know what I'm saying, their past and also respect their present as well and what they're doing and how they can, can kind of collide those worlds. You can have all those degrees and you go walk through a jungle, aka some streets in America, and then you running away, you know what I'm saying? But you get somebody there that can go through there and talk to these people. Hey, look, man, I'm a living example, a walking example of, you know, being mm -hmm. on these same streets like you and still being able to make it. And I think that's why when people see people like you and myself, um, and even I, I know we got black man, but he's, uh, you know, in, in, in the audience right now. But people that have, you know, served, and it's like, wow, man, you was in the military, man, I would have did that, but. They said, I, you know, you can't be smoking or you can't have tattoos, all these different things. But those people, they do get encouraged like, man, you know, I can't go to the military, but I might do this or I might do whatever like that. Because 
they seen somebody that, that looked like them that made it and they they see how we, we we're proud of of the things we're doing and accomplishing because of that and and this is another thing too i know this might be a little off topic and this is something i've been thinking about for, for a while just because you was in the military and you ain't do your whole 20 years does not mean you're any less successful because you did your due diligence you sacrificed time you sacrificed not being able to make the funerals you sacrificed um not being able to see your kid get born you sacrificed uh you know not being able to be around loved ones so many different things you sacrifice outside of what you do on that battlefield for those who get to go out there and 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 you know protect us and so it's just like i want people to understand too don't take your veterans for granted because of you feel like oh well yeah you oh you only did a couple years oh you must kind of make it you must you must you know what i'm saying you like you, you must then you know you must got kicked out doing something bad like don't think the worst of that like if a person took the time to go for whatever reason for schooling whatever like that appreciate that because i hear people say these people now these kids nowadays they need to go to the military or they need to go to college okay um are you gonna pay for them to go to college no because you're gonna keep running your mouth about what they should do and you're not gonna pay put the money or invest in them to do it um did you go to you know to the military no nah, okay well why are you trying to force somebody else to do that if that's their goal and their dream let them do that but don't put people in a box and say only what they can do because you feel like that's what's best for them you know what i mean but i just wanted to add yeah. that in there man because i've been thinking about that for a while and you talk about street smarts i, I, know, I know uh uh black mammy can attest to this uh so some of his, the people he uh you know probably mentioned is uh big meach larry hoover and uh freeway freeway rick ross you know those are probably the people that you know say he'll say that street smart you know that they that yeah. they navigated their way and then they made it out. But even though even though Big Meech is he's in prison, you know, his son is carrying on his legacy. And I know he's probably, you know, getting residuals off making a name for that, you know. Yeah. I say yeah. I know we got this message that just came in. I'm gonna say this real quick before we play the message. Even somebody like 50 Cent, the man was shot many times. He came yeah. out, he was just known for being gutter, uh, you know, having some, you know, crazy uh records. But look at him now. He a mogul. You know, he's he's got movies. He's yeah. got different things. Um, matter of fact, it's getting to the point where you don't even think of him as a rapper. You think of him as more so a businessman with the water, with everything he yeah. got going on. So you can't flip mm -hmm. it and change your trajectory. But let's go ahead and play this real quick. I gotta stop calling me out, man. I know things. <laughs> <laughs> man, you crazy, man. bro. <laughs> Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, matter of fact, you're trying to give you your props, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And speaking of props, to, to you, Kevin, and to uh to uh Mammy Man, um, for people that maybe don't know or probably don't follow them, you should be following them. But uh at you know, back at our old command we used to all be at, uh they had two of the best jumpers, you know, there. You know, I say them, you know, uh <laughs> Anthony Green, uh, but for sure, you know, they they had some of the best jumpers, you know, so yeah, I just had to throw that out there, man. We give start giving props. Yeah. Corner, hey, corner specialist, three point specialist. <laughs> shit, man, I'm getting old now, man. Shit, I be trying to get out there and ball them youngsters, man. Shit, they got too many dribble tricks in their bag, so so I'll be doing all that. <laughs> yeah, but I still get out there and, and put it up, though. Yeah. Nowadays, they either try to play like Steph Curry or John Morant. Yeah, man. Yeah, we got another little message. Ain't no week. It's just you, dog. I'm hooping every day. Let's check out my TikTok. 
<laughs> you crazy, man. Right. Right. Hey, maybe you ain't not you ain't nothing but thirty years old, bro. You still young, man. <laughs> yeah. You still young, bro. Nah. Shit. But yeah, man. Anything else to add, man? Before we close out. Oh nah, man. I'm just on. Oh, nah, that's it, man. We pretty much uh touched on everything we wanted to. Yeah, let me see. Let's get this left. I am 34, sir, but I'm still, you know, moving like I'm 25. <laughs> you crazy, bro. You something else, man. But shit, hey. man. Hey, whenever you in California, we're going to have to get it in, man. We're going to have to go to LA Fitness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, man, outside of that, man, I'm looking forward to us, you know, continuing uh, what we have with this platform and, and other things like that, man. And uh, outside of that, we appreciate everybody that comes, send us messages. It definitely helps us out, you know, makes everything uh, go even smoother when we get a perspective, outside perspective as well, man. So we appreciate mm -hmm. that. And um, if, if nothing else, y'all stay safe out there. Um, and yeah. just be, be, be vigilant. It's a lot of things that's going on uh, that we may not be able to see. And some things we, we are able to see, man. So just take hold of, uh, of, of what you have, man, and protect yourself at all costs. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so next time, yeah. Go ahead. I say, be blessed in the new year. <laughs> it's another year. It's another clean slate. So I mean, you know, if you think you regressed last year, you know, just you got another year to to level up. So. Exactly. Most definitely. But until next time, like you said, y'all stay blessed. This has been another edition of the Southern Frame of Mind Podcast, aka AKA Renewed Kings. Renewed. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.